This is Kurt. And this is Tracy. And this is the MFG Cast. everybody, girls and boys, non-binary, children of all ages, welcome to another board game edition of the MFG cast. What are we going to do in this episode, Tracy? Well, in this episode we're going to talk about a new ditty, because I can't think of another word, (laughs) a new little challenge that we've kind of set for ourselves um, to do... Like an A to Z challenge. So Mm. we've, well, I kind of presented it to Kurt saying, hey, why don't we pick a game or games from A to Z, starting with A, ending with Z. And then what we'll do is we'll select a game. There's really no time frame for us. And if the spirit moves us, we may pick more than one game from each of the letters and play them and just kind of go from there. So we'll talk a little bit more about that in this episode. Cool. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been playing recently, shall we? So what have we been playing, Kurt? We've been playing lots of things. Holy moly. Yeah, which has been great. Our social media has been just popping. Yeah. Popping. Popping. With images and yeah. uh, pictures and things like that on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter on all the different things we've been playing. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll kind of start with some of the stuff that I've been playing recently uh, it, that doesn't necessarily incorporate what we've been playing, me and you. My Vax Avenger, Mike, we've, uh, we're fully vaxxed now, so we're, we've been getting together every week to play a game or two. In our game room, finally being able to, besides me and you just playing, or me and Logan, be able to uh, show somebody else the game room and have some fun playing games. Uh, played a couple of fun things. Got Unmatched back to the table, which was awesome. We, I hadn't played Unmatched for a bit, and... Well, you and I actually brought it to the table first. Oh yeah, that's right. We did, mm-hmm. didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, don't take me out of this equation. I'm so totally. sorry. I'm just thinking about about the last time I played it with Mike, so I apologize. Whatever. But it was one of those things that I remember the first time I played it. I didn't really know if I was. I don't know. Really think I enjoyed it the first time I played it. And one of the things that one of the themes that's kind of been running in my head lately is like don't don't just judge a game on your first and second play. Play it a couple of you know play it more than a couple of times to kind of feel out. If you really do like or don't like a game, um, one of the, a couple of the other things that we've been kind of doing, and this I think this game kind of fits the bill, is playing games that we 
don't know if we want to keep or not. You know, if is this something yeah. that we really enjoy or not. And so I wanted to bring that to the table. Me and you played it. Uh, we played the original base game. So yep. you played Alice and I played Sinbad, I think. No. Wasn't that right? I don't think you played Sin- Sinbad. Who else? Who are the other characters? So who else? No, you were a... Who was I? Who's <laughs> Alice's cohort? The Jabberwocky. Oh, okay. I was going to say you were a Jabberwocky, but yeah, that was no. me. Yeah, that's... that's. Sinbad doesn't sound... Who would have Sinbad's counterpart been? Uh, Sinbad... Boy, I'm having a moment. It doesn't sound... Sinbad doesn't sound mm-hmm. right. But I did... The other characters are Arthur, which I did not play. And then the other one is... So maybe you were Sinbad. Maybe I was. I feel like I was in that one because I hadn't played Sinbad uh, before in the game, so I wanted to pick him out. But anyway, you were able to pull out the nice win on Mia there, but it was still a nice little back and forth between the two of us, so that was fun to play that again, and it, it sparked my love for Unmatched, so we actually got a couple more things for Unmatched. We got Unmatched, Cobble, and Fog, and then we got the uh, single expansion, the Bruce Lee expansion. So then me and Mike had played it, and Mike decided to be Dracula from the Cobble and Fog, and I played Bruce Lee. And it was it played like this like movie. I'm like, I wanted I wanted to see, you know, if Bruce Lee were still alive today, I would love to see it like the Bruce Lee versus Dracula kind of thing. Oh, actually I called it Bruce Lee with the seven or with the three sisters and Bruce versus Bruce Lee. And I thought that'd be kind of fun. So I found a picture, but of course the... Of course you can't see who the other character but is. But he has a sword. I think it might be Sinbad. Uh, yeah, Sinbad has the, the... The... That K thing. Yeah. Yep. Catamaran <laughs> is what I was going to say. <laughs> I don't even know what a catamaran Boy, is. I'm having a tough time, but yeah, he, it's like scimitars is what he has, actually. Oh, okay. It's not katanas. Like a Katana or a catamaran. <laughs> or a catamaran. What is a catamaran? <laughs> I think that might be a flute. I don't know. Oh, well, he doesn't have one of those either then. Anyway. Uh, For those of you who know what a catamaran is, please tell me. Yeah, is it please. is it something? Or did I just make up that word? Inquiring Tracy's want to know. <laughs> but like uh, that, like I said, with uh, Mike and I's match with uh, Dracula, the three sisters, and Bruce Lee, it was like this awesome movie. It was like... The sisters were, you know, kicking Bruce Lee's butt, and then Bruce Lee came back and defeated one of the sisters, but then the, one of the sisters came alive back from the dead, and Bruce Lee actually won it out by one single hit point at the end, which was wow. pretty pretty awesome, because I had, I had one hit point left, and I defeated Dracula to win the game. So, it was Sounds pretty, pretty sweet. epic. Epic, yep. And the, I think that's what Restoration Games wanted with Unmatched, is they wanted, you know, all these cool fun matchups with characters that would probably never meet in real life and it's just well obviously because Dracula is not real but like you know it's kind of he a, isn't? no he isn't uh but a catamaran is it is but uh yeah it was a fun experience so we got that to the table a couple of other things me and Mike got to the table were um Marvel's Villainous I haven't played any Villainous game in a long time and I've never played Marvel Villainous, and just playing this was super fun. Uh, Mike played Ultron, and I played... I cannot tell you. Oh, 
Taskmaster. That's right. I was like, how do you never of, remember who you are? I know, I never can. Time. I never can. Just because, you know, usually, you know. It's been a bit. Yeah, it has. Ooh. It has. Hey, by the way, hi, everyone. I haven't talked to you in a long time. <laughs> but yeah, that was, it was fun to do that too. Mike, Mike uh, just got me with Ultron and that. But again, another fun game. And then another, well, you know what? Besides me just rambling on and stuff like that, I, I played a lot of games with you. So why don't you, why don't you tell everyone what we've been playing recently, if you don't mind? I really mind. I don't like games. I'm on the wrong podcast. Sure. Just kidding. Um, what have we played recently? I went through a little bit of a blip on playing solo yeah. games. Um. But this was maybe like a month or so ago, but I've been on the on any of the episodes playing um, Encore and Bravo, both by Stronghold Games. And then I introduced them to you and we've played and to Logan and we've played both of those games, both solo and two player and three player. Mm-hmm. And those those are really fun, thinky Holy moly, I couldn't stop playing them for a while <laughs> there. We've also played um, New York Zoo. We I'd been watching this game, and it was never in stock, and then finally it was in stock, so we had to buy it because, you know, you have to buy games. And, well, you don't have to, but we do. You should. We should. It's good for you. Mm-hmm. It helps you learn. Yep. And it keeps your brain moving. Yep. And so we played New York Zoo, and I have to say that the the animal components in this, like the wooden animal figures in this, are awesome. The animeeples. And I was going to call them animal meeples, and then I was like, but they're not really meeples. They're animal figure things. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're so cute. And um, it's just a polyomino game that you try to fill your board. I'd like to play this one again. Mm-hmm. You weren't really so certain on this game, and so I'd like to play it again and see how you feel. Yep, and um, I will because just talking about like you know, not, not making that making that yeah. assumption right away. Exactly. Um, I think we're trying to be better about that. What else have we played? We played a game that you were really excited about getting through Kickstarter, and we got that. We played that a few times, or actually, I think you and I played it, and then me and Mike played it that uh, Crimes in History. Oh, I'm like, what are we talking about? <laughs> oh, Crimes in History, H.H. H. Holmes, Murder Castle. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is a big chungus game. Sure is. And, um, yeah, so I was watching this. For those of you that um, don't know about this game, it's actually about one of the first, the world's first serial killers mm-hmm. that they actually knew about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no kidding. Um, that's not funny. But anyway, it it's kind of about um, him. And his name is um, Holmes. Yep, H.H. Holmes. Was a, it's right, it's right a, in the title. He was a pharmacist, right? Yeah, he was yep, a pharmacist. he was a pharmacist. And um, you're basically trying to not have him track you down in his murder castle. Yeah. And so it's kind of eerily creepy because he can go on rampages as he's trying to find you and you're trying to collect um, different colored um, cubes to basically escape the yeah. castle. Well, basically what you're doing is you're 
more often you're actually trying to get this evidence to basically catch Holmes. So it's like it's you know somebody said oh, something. True. Somebody I said, said escape. Yeah, no. Somebody said something on a forum like, "Oh, uh, you're going to be killing people." It's like, no, you're actually trying to catch this serial killer. So it's you're gathering the ev- evidence. You're trying to escape his murder castle with that evidence to catch this criminal. To so because he uh, he obviously was found. This mm-hmm. is like the World's Fair or something. So yeah. this is a long time ago. Yeah. It wasn't like. Three weeks ago. Well, if you're thinking about the world's first serial killer, obviously it's going to be years yeah, and years not, ago. So not like like that recent. Yeah, exactly. But um, so that one, this this one is a perfect example because Kurt and I played it, and we were like, "Huh, okay, not really what we thought it was going to be like," mm-hmm. and um, we weren't really certain about it. And then this one, Kurt brought to the table with Mike. And the experience of them playing this game was absolutely different um, based on him talking to me about it than what we experienced. Mm -hmm. And so that just goes back to, this should have been the topic of this episode, (laughs) not making assumptions on first gameplay. Yeah, for sure. And so now I'm excited to play this game again to see how it plays now that he found, not found, but now that he's experienced even uh, like a better experience mm-hmm. with it, I also would like to play it with more people. Yeah, definitely. Just to see what that's like. Yeah, because even, even the, I can't remember if it's the person who made the game or the person that owns the company that made the game, they actually posted on the, one of the BGG forums that there are there's a different way to kind of ramp up the game or ramp down the game if you want more or less of a challenge and stuff like that, which I love that too because like they you know they even I think the creators even say like this is a game that's better with like three or more people maybe even four to seven you know it it ramps it up a little bit more because more people are taking moves and more more Holmes sorry is moving a little bit more and stuff like that so you get a little more interaction. But they posted, yeah, they posted a thing where it's like, okay, it, is Holmes not doing enough and not, you know, not making, ramp, ramping up the tension so you can, like, you're basically... There's a variant. Yeah, there's like a variant where you're, like, taking out the taking out some of the buildings and putting them in a certain order and stuff like that. Or you're making, putting more Holmes cards in it to make him more powerful and stuff like that. So it, I, I like that they... Listen to the fans, and we're like, you know, well, at maybe at two players, this isn't so exciting. And it's like, here, put these changes in it, and I bet you you'll find a little bit more to it. But you didn't even do those changes, mm-hmm. and um, we tried to get him to move. I think it was kind of the look of the draw, but at the same time, you made a few changes yourself without using that variant that they were talking about, and he was going crazy yeah 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 it helps with those rampage cards for Holmes because yeah. then he it appears in a bunch of different places instead of just one so it it kind of ramps it up a little kind bit of freaks but. me out a little bit <laughs> but yeah I really I really enjoyed the game the second time so again it's just you know give a game a couple of shots yeah yeah and now I want to play it again <laughs> so that's cool anything else that you can think of that we want to talk about Regarding anything that we've been playing recently, we've been playing a lot of games. We have been playing a lot of games. I think we'll probably, once we get into the uh, other 
al- or the other letters of the alphabet in this series of uh, episodes, I think we'll probably hit those. So I think that's good for now, if, if okay. you think so. Yeah, I think that's good. Nice. So let's get into our topic. So we decided, I think you, I think you came up with this. I did. Yep. Yeah. I told, I said that at the beginning. Yeah, sorry. Apparently I don't listen when we're talking, no, I apparently. Get it. I Hopefully get it. everyone else does. Everybody knows that's already the truth. <laughs> oh, so um, sorry. So yeah, like I said at the very beginning, I came up with um, wanting to do this A to Z component, mm-hmm. but not being solely one game from each letter of the alphabet. So if we were drawn to wanting to play more than one letter um or more than one game excuse me on the from the letter c or something like that we weren't going to be held back but we would be able to pick whatever we wanted to play so whether it was a game that we hadn't brought to our table yet or if it was a game we hadn't brought to our table in a long time or if it's something that we play often that we just love and we just want it to hit our table again. Or maybe it's something that uh, one of us has played and the other one hasn't. Like the sky's the limit on this, but that way we can, it kind of brings us um, to be able to touch miscellaneous games throughout our collection, I think. It kind of drives us to be able to play games from different publishers, different types of games, whether they're big box games or small games or, you know, the sky's the limit, sort of, right? Yeah, for sure. Did I kind of touch all of that? Yeah, I think you touched every aspect on that. So um, what what we did was we actually started it off with a big bang. So the first letter, obviously, is A in the alphabet. And so we actually pulled up all of our games on BGG. And we... Um, kind of sorted through to decide which game we wanted to play. Yeah, and we had a few games under A that we could have looked at. Like we had like Above and Below, Altiplano, uh, Architects of the West Kingdom, um, Ascension, Azul, All the Azuls, Antiquity Quest. And this one was a big, yeah, A was a big one. Yeah, we had a, a lot more A games than I thought we would have, actually. A. If you're saying it that way, it would be E-H, actually. Mm, Pull my glasses up. Okay, no. So what game did we end up picking? Well, I had suggested Aeon's End. Yeah. And I had suggested Aeon's End because it was a game that I haven't played, or I hadn't played. Um, You had played it, Mm -hmm. or have played it. And I actually wanted to get it back to the table. So when you said, like, let's play this, I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, you have always talked about it, and I had never played it. You've always played it with Mike. Yeah. And had always said to me, hey, I think that this is a game that you would like. And we just never brought it to the table between the two of us. And so this was the perfect time to be able to pick a game for this first challenge in first letter of the alphabet and say hey we're picking a game that one of us hasn't played Mm -hmm. so we don't have many of those games that one of us hasn't played and the other one has so Aeon's End was our A game (laughs) Uh boy we're not going to be able to make very many jokes with all the rest of the letters no we will not and so that was the first one for the challenge that hit the table yeah 
And this game has had a million expansions. It has a Aeon's uh, End Legacy game, but we only have the base, which again is fine because you can get you can get a lot out of this game as far as all of the monsters you can fight, all the characters you can play. It's designed by Kevin Riley and published by Indie Board and Cards. Boards and Cards. I can never say that right every time. <laughs> Just think, B comes before C. True. Alphabetically. Man, so. it's all about the alphabet in this episode. Sure is. But the one, you know, besides the fantasy theme, which I'm, I'm a sucker for like every single time. One of the things that I really enjoy about this game that I know I've talked about before is your drawing and your discarding. Because when you're discarding, you have to figure out what kind of, how you want to discard them. Because when you're redoing your deck, you actually don't shuffle your deck up. You're actually just taking the cards that they are in order, flipping them back to a deck, and then drawing them normally. So you're, not, you're never doing any shuffling. So it has this strategy of like, okay, if I bought this card, do I want to discard it now for it to come up here or maybe come up later? Do I want to keep this card for now for the next round? You know, there's just a lot of cool aspects of this game that really are just in sync. You know, I, I love the, the even the turn order cards because you, instead of like going player one, player two, player three. They, you actually have a deck of player cards. They usually are two apiece for the players and for the monsters. And you shuffle those up, which is kind of funny. You shuffle those up, but you don't shuffle your decks up. And then you decide player order each round that way. Well, but there's a variability there when you're shuffling the player order up. So you never know when the monster is going to come. For sure. Which is cool. And you can, but the thing is though, is then you can get really screwed sometimes. Could it be like, okay, the monster went twice uh, at the end of this uh, last round, but now at the beginning of this round, he's going twice, he or she is going, or they are going twice again. And you're just like, it's just piling on the, the bad, you know? So it's just, it's crazy to think that it's just, it's all kind of, you know, there's some strat there's strategy to some things, but then there's a lot of up in the air for other things too, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. No, and I like it because it, I like deck builder games too. Well, there isn't much in a game that I don't like, but um, <laughs> I like deck builder games too. And so yeah. building up your deck um, to your advantage obviously is nice. It's not you don't end up with a like a super big hardy deck, mm -hmm. but. Um, there's those cards that will you're able to get that work to your advantage. Yeah. Which are nice. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I was, I believed you when you said that I would like it, but I didn't know what to expect because I didn't really know much about this game. And I know that everybody that I've ever seen that posts about it really like it. Mm -hmm. And what is funny about it is the fact that prior to playing it, when I'd see other expansions for this on sale, I always wanted to be like, should we get it? <laughs> and I have no idea what this game is about, yeah. how it plays. And then I'd be like, should we get it? <laughs> Knowing that you liked it <laughs> and eventually that I would end up playing it. And I'm sure I just assumed that I would be fine yeah. with it. There isn't much that you play that I won't play. Yeah, I think that's the same for me too, you yeah. know. 
or that I don't care for. I mean, there might be a few things that were like, nah, it's okay. Yeah. But, or maybe one of us favors it more than the other or something like that. But usually we're, we're kind of neck and neck with our liking of mm-hmm. games. Yeah, our taste or whatever, whatever game. I couldn't think of the word. Yeah, liking no, I get it. Hey, games? that's what I think. I think that that's why we're here. We're both here is so, so when I can't figure out something, you can tell me what it is. And yeah, we just you can't figure we'll it out. Replace with the appropriate. Yeah, words. yeah, yeah, exactly. I think with the look and the it, it has kind of like a high fantasy kind of look to it and kind of almost a hardcore cover to it. Like I think some people would be turned away from something like that. And I say, you know, hold your horses, cowpoke. You should like really, you know, check out this game. I know it's stupid. Well, I know. especially it's since it's a Western game. <laughs> I know. I I couldn't help it. That was a I was just like, I, yeah. Well, I just want but, but that's the thing that draws people in sometimes is, well, a lot of times, is the cover to games. Yeah. But that's the tough part is that some covers draw people in and then the game stinks. Yeah. And then some covers stink and the game is awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, I could name, them, name games from both sides of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. I think what the content maybe necessarily like topically isn't like something I normally go to. Yeah. But the colors of the box and stuff like that kind of draws your eye in. For sure. So I think they have something going for them there. Yeah. Definitely. It's definitely the theme is definitely there and the mechanics once you play the game are there too, so that's why it makes this game, to me, in my mind, a pretty great game. Kind of the opposite end of the spectrum, kind of with like, you know, like a cover, like when it kind of like doesn't quite catch your eye, but it, I, you understand, like, I just thought, because I missed, I forgot to mention that one of our other A-games that we have is Affliction Salem 1692. The cover of it is very bland. It's very, it's just black and white. It's got this desolate tree and it's got like this um, uh, Bible scripture on the front of it, but inside the game is this great, great mechanics. The art is kind of old school uh, looking. It almost it fits the theme of the the Salem witch trials and stuff like that. Um, Did you talk about this in an old old episode? Oh yeah, for sure. Yep, because mm-hmm. we we had uh, uh, I think old podcast partner Dan had actually talked to uh, one of the people from. DPH games about it and then we had talked about it on our one of our episodes and stuff like that and it's yeah it's just one of those games that when I see this cover I'm like eh, it just doesn't really look like it's something right for me but then when we actually open the game and played the game there's just a lot of good depth to it and the back and forth between the families and stuff like that that you're going against in this it's it's got a lot of good oomph to it so you know, it's just, here's another lesson learned. It's like, don't judge a book by its cover. It's like the Romeo and Juliet of the Salem Witch Trials. True. That's true. The Capulets versus the Montagues. Yes. The fact that I remember I, that, I, I of all things. I quoted on that. It's yeah. the nice. Romeo and Juliet of the Salem Witch Trials. Mm-hmm. True. DPH, get to that. Yeah. But I yeah. think you guys were already <laughs> quoted on DPH. Oh, yeah, we were. Yeah. Her famous. Just so you know, you're listening to somebody who's famous. <laughs> yeah, and right. it's not me. Yeah, it's, you're more famous than I am, I'm sure. How? I don't know. 
<laughs> it uh, must be all my Twitter followers. Yeah, that's it. Or oh, Instagrammers. Crap. But yeah, so it was good to get an A game out. It was good to get A's end hey, out. And that A game. It was good that you played it and that you liked it because I would like to play it. Now, just thinking about it, I'm like, I, I want to get an expansion or I, I want to play this yeah. again. Yeah, uh, I shouldn't have said that. I know you should have. like, ooh, Tracy's I want them all. This. I want them all. But no, I really like to, like, there's a lot more villains in this game too or monsters that you have to play against. And I think I've only played against one or two. So I like to play against more, so be fun so i've got a challenge for everyone listening why don't you do that go through the alphabet with us now that you've heard this episode find find your a's find an a game to play play it tell us your experience uh find us on our facebook page find us on twitter at mfgcast or at mrs aug on twitter find us on our instagram uh i think I think my Instagram is KT Omular and yours is T Omular. T Omular. So that is A U M U E L L E R. That's our last names, in case you didn't know. Uh, yeah, we'll be. We've been posting quite a bit of stuff lately. As you're listening to this, I had an interview with Janice Turner about pilfering pandas. That's on Kickstarter right now. Jeez, I'm just gonna r- ramble through everything else I can think of. Dice of Dragons, our buddies at. Uh, Thing 12 Games have Dice of Dragons on Kickstarter. Uh, Kickstarter. The Lockup Expansion by Thunderworks Games is on Kickstarter. Boy, there's just a lot of good stuff on Kickstarter right now, too. The Isle of Cats expansion is on there. Boy, there's just so many good things. And we're starting to receive games in the mail that we forgot we've funded. <laughs> That's right. You got On the Rocks the other day. I got On the Rocks, uh, Mandala Stones. Yep. All this stuff just keeps coming in. We cannot complain. Yep. I think we have another order or another shipment of games coming in to us. But we're waiting for the pre-order or something for, what is that game that you, is it Grin? Oh, uh, never going to say the name right. Is it Grintos or Garintos or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'll never say it And it's holding up the show on all the other games that we ordered. (laughs) Sorry. Which I don't even know what they are. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Honey Buzz. I found Honey Buzz. That's right. Um, That's coming to me right from the publisher. Um, we should stop ordering games. There's no such thing. Yeah. Yeah, we have a, I think a slew of Kickstarters we're just waiting for them to send out. Yeah. To us, slow, like, yeah. one from Atlas Games. Yeah, Dice Miner. Yeah, we got That one's probably, like, the the one that should be coming to us soon, right? Yeah, they've been ha- having a lot of problems with their sh- shipping, but that's just everyone's having that problem, mm-hmm. so... We don't blame anybody for it. Oh, it no, just we're just, whatever, it'll be a super nice surprise because we sometimes forget that we funded something. Mm-hmm. Just lots of cool, cool things here. What else? Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm uh, trying my hand at uh, dice, make a dice. You so, also made some awesome meeples, too. Yeah, I made some meeples. Nice. Side um, hustle. Just to, yeah, I'm side hustling. I'm just trying to entertain myself. So I'm just waiting for my dice mold, and then I'm going to be rolling with the dice. Ha <laughs> ha, see what I did there? That was terrible. We're full of bad Um, drugs. So I'm just waiting for that to come, and so I can try that and see how how good or bad they turn out. Mm-hmm. I hope they turn out well. Yeah. But um, these little cutie meeples, 
I'll have to post some pictures. You guys will have to check it out. Yeah, for sure. And look out for our next board game episode. It should be, we're going to be talking about a review of Block Nest by Blue Orange Games. A yeah. fun little uh, family strategy, puzzly kind of game that we're, I, I will say right now, I'm excited to tell you about. So, yeah. Yeah. Until then, I am Kurt. And I am Tracy. And this was the MFG Cast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs> Take that out. And no, no, I'm keeping it. Goodbye. <laughs> This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.